Well, I mean, for, for the benefit of the others, to be fair, Jill. So for those of you listening, um, just a little bit of background, and I'm sure Jill won't mind me saying, um, Jill was yeah. involved in children's proceedings. Um, so two slightly older children, they were um, teenage, or well, they are, sorry, teenage years. Um, and of course, it was it was dad's application. Um, and Jill, like many of you, was forced to represent herself for a variety of reasons. And the um, the applicant, so the father, Jill's ex, was proving to be particularly difficult. Um, so Jill had spoken to me um, outside of Discord um, just the once, I think, Jill, wasn't it? We we spoke. It wasn't any more than that. Three times. Oh, three times. Sorry. Three times. Three times. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you know, with Discord and the community and everything else, Jill then decided to um, actually do the final hearing or, or represent herself at the final hearing, which took place. Um, it was actually in court, face to face in court. It wasn't even via a Teams meeting. Um, and so that just gives everyone a bit of background uh, about what, what Jill's just done. And, and it went well, Jill. So that's really good. So yeah, tell... So I'll put it in a nutshell. So I've, yeah. been, I've been listening to you, as you know, for months. Yeah. And, um, um, you know, it was a normal split. You know, Chris didn't want to be married anymore, so that was fine. But as soon as we split, he decided that, you know, it wasn't what he wanted. Um, and over six and a half years, this is a long time. We've had, um, you know, he's been following us, um, being at our house, joining us at a restaurant, um, many things, standing at school, waving and blowing kisses to the boys and videoing them, causing school trouble, accusing me of parent alienation, accusing me of sexual, um, um, what do you call it, Tracy? Abuse. Yeah. 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 Um, And then he... You know, we, we pushed it all, well, he pushed it all through the courts, went to a final hearing, and Kafkas was my saviour. Um, they'd seen they'd seen through him, they'd spoken to him on many occasions, and they actually put forward that there should be a non-molestation order. The magistrates explained that it's the very last resort. Um, so he's got, he's got about five undertakings to the courts. Wow. Um, which if he then obviously breaks, he really will be in trouble. Mm. So, so um, it's the first time really in six and a half years that I've actually felt that I can go around my normal daily tasks without yeah. having to uh, look over my shoulder. That is so good, Jill. That is so good. And and I'm so grateful for you taking the time to come back and, and share it with, with, with the others because... You know, there's obviously, there's nearly a thousand people listening to us at the moment on on TikTok, even though there's only a few of us in the lounge. But I think this is why people tune into the TikTok and and into Discord, because they are looking for evidence that it does work and confidence as well. You know, sometimes people just lack the confidence. They don't really understand what they're entitled to. And then when they do understand what they're entitled to, they don't actually believe that they can do it themselves. So Jill, Absolutely. massive congratulations! I'm so pleased. The yeah. boys must be delighted, are they? They are, and, and you know, if in the future they change their mind, Tracy, then they can call all this to an end. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but you know, it, it is it is brilliant. And if I could say anything to anyone, is doesn't matter what you're accused of, as long as you know you're innocent. Yeah. There is no evidence, and that's what you know. That's yeah. all that you need to remember. Good. And how did you find the court system, Jill? Did you find it intimidating? Were people no. um, okay? No. So it 
So there was three people, three magistrates. Yeah. And um, Kath Kath arrived. She introduced herself to me because obviously we'd only spoken on the phone and on video call in the yeah. past over yeah. the last few years. Yeah. Um, she found me a private room so I didn't have to be in the waiting area with my ex-husband. Yeah. And then um, when I was called into court, you know, everything's explained because obviously I, I wasn't the applicant, I, I basically just responded and I kept all my answers really short as you told me to do. Yeah. Uh, except to the facts and only answered the question I was being asked. I never added a, a you know, anything else in. Um, and yeah, it, and it worked, you know, because I had, you know, and I was innocent. I mean, you know, yeah. there was always two sides to every story. I appreciate yeah. that. But um you know, just stick to your guns and don't keep replying. You know, when you've asked for something, don't keep asking again because you don't need to. Exactly, exactly. Well done, um, Jill. Well done. Yeah. Um, and 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 again, thank you for sharing. There is so many. I don't know if you're if you're on the TikTok live. There are so many people congratulating you on here, Jill. So no, thank you. Oh, bless you. Well, 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 there are, trust me, that there's, as I say, there's almost a thousand. Everyone's listening to your story and sending you lots of love. So thank you again, Jill, for coming on. I appreciate that. And thank you, everybody else, you know, and, you know, good luck. Everyone. The community. Thank you so much, Jill. Okay. Bye. Bye. So there we go, our first um, success story. Um, ultimately, Jill has gone all the way through the court process and, you know, it came out very favourable. And, you know, again, Jill won't mind me sharing, it wasn't a great, a great, um, uh, what she was being accused of wasn't great, um, but she kept going and she got a great result. So, well done. Right, Joe Kay, what's your question? Hello, can you hear me? I can, yes. Yeah. Sorry about that, oh, Joe. How can I help? Um, so basically, we we went to court. Um, we had our final hearing yesterday. Um, it's to do with um, my partner's child. Um, we already had sort of forty percent custody. We was going for equal shared care. Yeah. And um, we got the court order yesterday, an hour after the hearing. We, it went in our favour. Um, and now we've. An hour after the court, we've had nothing but grief from the mum. And she's saying that she's emailing court and getting the court order changed because she doesn't like the court order days. Okay. In court, this was all agreed between the two parties, but as we've left court, it, the, the behaviour still carries on. And we're wondering if she's going to be... She's the respondent. Yeah. Uh, my half's the applicant. Um, she is now doing like her usual because it hasn't gone her way she's now trying to change things and saying that instead of it being monday to wednesday every week that we have him and then every other weekend alternated she wants it to be one week monday to fr monday to wednesday with the weekend and then the next week to be wednesday to friday instead but that wasn't what the judge has ordered so she's saying that she won't keep to the court order and she's already emailed them to get it changed will okay. she be able to do that well, let, let's just ask, um, find out a little bit more of the context, Joe. So how old is the order? When was it made, first of all? Um, yesterday. <laughs> it was like okay. an hour, it was an hour old. And was it a final hearing or was it... Yeah. Okay, so so the judge has That's made... Order. Sorry? 
we've got the court order that they sent it to us an hour after the hearing finished yeah but what what's important um to know is whether it was a final hearing or just the directions hearing but by the sounds of it the final okay so the court have made an order and regardless of what mum wants to do that's what the court have ordered how long has the as the uh, application been in the system joe um about two years yes so and and that's typical that that is typical for children's applications particularly where you've got a lot of animosity between the parents and by the sounds of it you have in, in this case joe um so after two years the court will have tested the evidence upside downside each way round um, and that's the decision it's made so your question to me is mom's going to write in because she doesn't agree with the order and the days that have been ordered and she's not going to stick to it the court won't change their mind because of a letter that mom sends in mom has to make an application to vary the order and given that the application was only made yesterday uh, sorry the order was only made yesterday mom's not going to succeed because she hasn't even given it a try um, and any objections that she had i'm sure she would have expressed them yesterday and if the court felt that they held any value at all then the court would have um, taken them into consideration yeah because on the court order it states that it's every week monday to wednesday because mum wanted it to be predictable and routine for the child which yeah. we agreed with as well we put towards the court that we was happy to have a week a week b basis because that's what mum wanted but then the court have decided that she's also asked for predictability therefore they're giving her what she wants but now she's saying that the days aren't good enough for her she wants different days and it's like you yeah. can't I mean, like yes. Yeah. All you all you can do, Joe, is wait to see what she does in terms of if she makes the children available on those days, and if she doesn't, then you're going to have to make an application to enforce. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. That's all right. Thanks, Joe. Bye. Bye. Um, quick question on TikTok. Somebody said that um, their child is having contact with the father um, so much so that it's given them anxiety clearly that's a welfare concern um and, and the question i think was just what can i do um, well some somebody's got to do something is what i would say um if the child is having anxiety that's debilitating um i.e preventing them from living a normal life then as an adult with parental responsibility you're going to have to step in and get to the bottom of it so why is the child suffering with anxiety what's happening when the child's having contact with the other parent that the child is is becoming anxious um, so it, and if and if as parents you feel that you can't get to the bottom of it because you're too close emotionally to the situation then bring in the professionals okay is what I would say to that um, Sal you're up next what's your question hi thank you for having me again sorry to keep bothering you that's all right um, Sal at the moment I'm going through a custody battle yeah um, with my ex-husband um, we had an initial uh, court um, appointment where, where judge told him that he needs to make the children available every Saturday yeah. which he only made available once and since then he hasn't turned oh. up um, I've got my second hearing um, through Kafka's obviously social services have closed the case Kafka's um, came into the picture but my question is isn't Kafka supposed to speak to my teenage daughter because she felt like her voice not being heard? She only, I only had a telephone call 
um, and she could report to court without actually speaking to my daughter. So is there something that I can request Kafka to speak to my teenager? She's 15 yeah. and she's got a lot of things that she wants to talk about it, which obviously... So. You know, yeah, that that would depend what Kafkas have actually been ordered to do, Sal. Um, okay. it, it is what I would say, um, and it's difficult for me to be able to answer that without actually okay. see seeing the order. But if Kafkas have been uh, asked, for example, to do a Section Seven report, then yes, yeah, typically, so. okay, then typically they will speak to the to the children, or in this case, the child. Um, yeah. But if they haven't spoken to, to the child, then don't necessarily think that they're not going to take into account what the child wants, because they would have spoken to both the parents, um, and perhaps... Well, they can't get hold of him, so they only spoke to me, and they made the report ah. that they can't get hold of him, okay. and they haven't been able to interview him. Okay. So the report has been just done from my side, just to me, Okay. But, um, yeah, so and and have you have you request. yeah so maybe that's why that I don't think there's any need to request it Sal I'll be honest with you okay. um, I mean okay. maybe that's why then because obviously you would have um, verbalised to Kafkas what your daughter is looking to achieve so they've understood yeah. that um, well no I, I explained to them that what's happening that he's failed to follow the court order even though judge was like well. You've got no reason to keep the children because I can't. I can't see my kids. He came in twice. I recorded as evidence and I submit that to court. And he's keep pretty much bullying my 15-year-old to do child exchange, which I've been told that she shouldn't be. So I've submitted all the evidence as him like punishing her and blackmailing her, as if it's like if you're not coming out, you're not seeing your sisters. You know what I mean? And did you and, and Sal? Did you? Did you tell Kafkas what your daughter's preference is? Yes. Yeah, there we go. So so that's yeah, that's what I mean. So you have communicated to Kafkas what your daughter's preference will be. Um and if they can't get hold of dad, well there's no one to challenge that. So maybe that's the reason they haven't spoken to your daughter because their recommendation will be potentially um you know what what you feel is appropriate because you know there isn't anyone to challenge that view. Yeah, because obviously social services report was absolutely brilliant and yeah. they found no evidence of his, you know, accusations yeah. regarding me and my kids' welfare and stuff like that. So social services, they've got no concerns and we're closing the case. Yeah. And I'm just waiting and I just want to double check if I should be requesting for them to speak to her. No, I'd or wait. Or write a letter to court because no. she's really strongly feeling about the whole thing. No, no, I mean, wait. wait. Yeah, wait, wait, Sal, until you get the CAFCAS report first and see what that says, because there may be that there's no need to do any of that, all right? Yeah, Okay. Right, thanks so much. Thanks, Sal. That. No worries. Thank you. Have a lovely evening. You too. Take care. Thanks for Bye. Bye. Somebody's asking, can I have my um, the other parents pay half of the nursery fees? Um, potentially. I mean, as long as the other parent is paying child maintenance, you can't necessarily force them to pay the nursery fees. Um, another question on TikTok, how do you contact me? You can just drop me an email if you want to direct contact or what's what's far more effective, because obviously the emails take a while to answer to, is if you go onto the App Store and download Discord, create yourself a profile, come back to the TikTok, Legal Queen TikTok, click on my uh, bio and then you'll come straight into the Legal Queen 
discord and then come into the lounge and pop your hand up okay and i'm here every monday tuesday wednesday from five till six just answering family law questions and, and issues right next up is captain hey captain how are you i'm well thanks how are you Tracy? i'm good thank you how can i help this evening um so this is a question uh, i believe that you're uh, from socially ignorant it just popped in the lounge as well oh okay uh, so they went to court last year Got yeah. Full custody of their son. Yeah. And the mother was ordered two days a week. She's, but she's in eight days, sometimes weeks with no contact, no messages, no calls, with no reason why. So I'm wondering if I'm allowed to stop contact at all. There doesn't seem to be any routine. Okay, so the parent that's asking the question, Captain, isn't the mother. No. Okay, brilliant. All right, just so I get the context right. Um, absolutely. I mean, you know, it, it seems to me that there's been a limitation placed on contact there if it's only going to be, you know, a day or two per week. And if the if the other parent um, or the mother in this case can't stick to that and it's having a negative impact on the child, then absolutely yes. I mean, I would, rather than um, cut it off completely, I my, my suggestions would be to do as much investigation work as you possibly can into why um, they can't stick to that. Is it that perhaps a change of day would suit them better or a change of time? Is it that there is too much contact? Does their work schedule prevent them from sticking to that time? So reach out, and they may have already done that, Captain. I'm not, I'm not suggesting for a moment that they haven't, but reach out to see if there's any way that we can work around this because obviously it's great for the child to have a relationship with their mum. But failing that, having exhausted all the other options, and tried your best to try and keep contact going if it's not consistent and that negatively impacts the child then yes sadly it may be that they have to stop contact from from the message on discord it looks like the, the mother is just going weeks days with no contact at all yeah and that would beg the question because obviously I've, I've seen things like this so many times before do we have some sort of addiction issues or, or is you know some sort of substance abuse that actually takes mother away for long periods of time potentially you know doing things that she shouldn't be doing and then coming back do you know what I mean so that that would be a big red flag to me as well I'd want to investigate that because that's not normal behavior generally you know we, we are creatures of habit we go to work we, we have our routine and every Everybody sort of more or less you know likes a routine um so yeah I, that would be a little red flag for me right there all um, right oh she, she is addicted to alcohol and could not give it up ah That's there great. there we go um, there we go right. yeah so you know that that would that would explain the periods of you know days and weeks because obviously mum's doing go on a bender or whatever and then you know comes back to her senses again feels guilty i'm sure and wants to have contact um but of course that's not in the child's best interests so yes i think there's possibly some more work for mum to do there um and maybe it's more appropriate to have indirect contact and what i mean by that is letters um rather than direct contact um, but that that's just a general synopsis, Captain, because obviously it's hard for me to give any sort of specifics without knowing a little bit more about the case. But I hope that's hope, socially ignorant. I really do. Okay. Yeah, thanks a lot, Tracy, and uh, have a good rest of your week. You do. Thanks, Captain. Bye. 
So um, just to um, fill you in, Captain is one of my helpers on Discord and every so often we'll just jump in and ask a question on behalf of somebody else. Sometimes people don't want to um, vocalise their question and that could be for a variety of reasons, not just the fact that they're shy, but perhaps, you know, English might not be their first language maybe or maybe they don't want to be recognised. Uh, they might have a very distinctive voice and their ex is potentially listening on TikTok as well. So people like Captain will jump in and assist and come on quite regularly and ask me a question on behalf of somebody else. So just putting it out there for those of you that maybe want to ask a question um, but don't have the confidence to, to come on and do it live. Um, Tabitha, you're next up. What's your question? Hi, can you hear me? I can, yeah. How can I help? Um... Well, my son is under um, SGO, Special Guardianship Order. Yes. And I'm looking to go back to court to get the order dismissed. Or yes. Returned. Yeah. Um, we've gone through social services. They've kind of assessed us and said that we're now at a point of where they're very happy for him to return. But there's no sort of immediate threat to my son. So I have to go through court. Yes. What I'm wondering is I'm getting kind no support from social services or from anywhere else that would say how I go about applying other than going through a solicitor and at the moment I haven't got that amount of money that the solicitors are asking for but I've been told I can do it myself to get the process started. You can do it yourself absolutely and you would kickstart that process by using a C100 form okay well you could do it two ways you could do a C79, which would vary the existing order in place. That might be a better way to do it, actually, on reflection, or alternatively, a C100. What that will do is start a fresh application. Um, but um, essentially, whatever application you decide to do, Tabitha, make sure that you put in there that you have the backing and support of social services that um, now a social service is saying that the SGO should be discharged or that you should just be having more contact with your son um well I have my son now from Tuesday to Sunday yes all throughout the week yes the only time he goes home is very late on an evening after maternal grandmother um finishes work which is about nine half past nine on a night which obviously great for my son no that's a bit um, late but he's with me the majority of the day and that's why social is saying if you go back to court yes you will stand a very good chance yeah. of coming back to you absolutely you will what does um, the current sgo say tabitha how how often are you have you been ordered to have him um there was no sort of order in place okay i was turned the minimum was an hour a week Right. Um, but this was over eight years ago. And wow. Where I go? Well, the case is now closed and it's whatever maternal grandmother feels is suitable. Yeah, yeah. So, like I say, he's with me the majority. The majority, of the time. okay. I mean, um, I... he's only with her Sunday evenings and Monday during the day, but obviously he's got at you. school as well. Yeah, no, I've got you. Okay. Um, so I have him the rest of the week. Yeah. Well, that's good. I that's mean, like I've said, and there's some concerns with grandma as well. Okay, then, yeah, absolutely. Do do your C79 um, or, or your C100. If you go onto the government website, you'll be able to read the notes that accompany both of them and see which one you'd rather do. Um, I, I'd probably go for the C79. You're asking to vary an existing order. 
Okay. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. No worries. Okay. Thanks. Bye bye. Have a lovely week. You too. Bye. Um, next up is Lauren. Lauren, what's your question? Hi, yeah, I've spoken to you a couple of times now. Yeah. I've got two questions, if you don't mind. No. Firstly, um, we're going through child proceedings, uh, uh, child arrangement, sorry. Um, my ex, there was domestic abuse, violence, all that. Um, he's put in his statement now that I'm mentally unstable and that it's laughable that I have the, like, the nerve to say that everything I do is for the baby. Um, and he says that if my control and intimidating behaviour continues, he's going to go for full custody. Mm-hmm. What's the chances of him being able to do that, given that there's absolutely zero concerns for this child with me? Yeah, and how long has the child been with you, Lauren? All my life, so one year. Yeah, so no, I mean, I, it's funny, I had, a, I had an interview with a, a client this morning and they were in exactly the same position and um, I started the appointment and they were absolutely raging absolutely raging because they'd received the position statement from the other side and they, they were just so annoyed with what with what had been in there with what they'd put in and you know a lot of it is put in there Lauren to get that reaction okay so a lot of it is in there to as I always say poke the bear you know when when you're involved in litigation as a client you are emotionally invested the outcome of what the court decide is going to impact you 100 percent and therefore you are all super sensitive so the first thing i would say is try to take it with a pinch of salt because it's it, he's not he's not a solicitor so with respect he doesn't know what he's talking about um and you you know deep down that actually that there's no way the court's going to remove this child from you and give full custody to dad if there are no safety concerns yeah because there's also a bit in a statement where he actually says that he and his girlfriend pretended that she was pregnant to get a reaction out of me and i'm like mm. but my sanity's being questioned here mm. yeah i'm perfectly normal yeah fake pregnancies. and and you know that the thing to do in that case lauren is absolutely nothing rise above it because the trust me the court will see through it oh god i hope so they but will the second question that I've got is, I am obviously represented by a firm, quite a, a well-known firm. Yeah. Um, the first the first instance where we had to submit evidence, they told me four days after the due date to start sending it in, and I only found out two, two days before the hearing that um, obviously it was meant to be on the 20th, and I only got to it on the 24th. So luckily, on the day of the hearing, um, when I went in, um, my barrister, who isn't my solicitor, they had to get someone independent in. He'd spoken to the the magistrate and said like what had happened. So they'd said that a fact finding is necessary. Um, but now the I've I've submitted my evidence again, and the solicitor hasn't put it in with my statement and just missed loads of huge topics out. Um, obviously like when she's condensed it down, and now I've got to do my counter statement and I've had to submit the evidence onto that. Will that be accepted? Um, yeah, I mean, it will be accepted. I think the, 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 the better question is probably, have you got enough evidence in there to sustain your allegations? So I'd, I'd be going back to your solicitor to say, look, hang on a minute. We, we actually need to sit down here and have a good look at the evidence that's been submitted. Because you can always um, submit more evidence to the court and ask them to disregard the, the, the previous filing, you know, whatever was filed before. Um, are you are you legal aid, Lauren? Yes. Yeah. So the you know it, typically, and, and this isn't this isn't by any means to undermine legal aid solicitors because I was one myself for for the best part of nine years. 
but they are really, really busy. There's no intention, um, you know, to, to actually underrepresent you or anything like that, Lauren. But she'd probably appreciate he or she, your solicitor, the heads up that things have been missed. So go back and have a chat with them. Right, okay, because I'm close to putting a complaint in and just representing myself because they, they really arsey when I ring. Like, oh. I rang up yesterday to say, um, can I put some evidence in? She went, well, if you haven't got it, you haven't got it. And I, I said, I haven't, well, send it. Oh, dear. Um, you haven't sent it the first time, the, well, the first time, then the second time. I'm now having to submit it a third time. I've got voice recordings, I've got um, text messages, screenshots. I've got everything, police reports, yeah. doctor's notes, all sorts, and none of it got sent. No, I'll I tell a lie, sorry. One thing got sent, but it wasn't actually attached to the document. Dear, oh dear. Okay, well, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that's that's a matter for you. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't suggest either way, Lauren. I wouldn't suggest, oh, okay. you know, sacking them off or keeping them on. I think that's definitely a decision for you. Yeah, because I'm there in less than two weeks and I don't know what to do. <laughs> you'll be I think but you you are stressed <laughs> one one thing at a time I would suggest deal with one thing at a time get your evidence in that's the most important thing and if you don't have the confidence that your solicitor will do it then you do it okay yeah I have sent it in but I've had no help in doing the statements or anything like I, I obviously rang up some other um, solicitors to see if I can get someone else to represent and one of them had said well when the, when the spoke to you to do your statement what did they say I went what what do you mean that I haven't spoke to them? I, I wrote it out and I sent it to them and then she changed it to the format. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. She's like, that's wrong. If you, then, you're then gonna, yeah, you. you're gonna have to go back, Lauren. You're gonna have to go back to the firm because by the sounds of it, they're, they're not doing anything. So you're just gonna have to go back and press them. All right. Yeah, I thought so. I have spoken to the legal society, uh, the law society as well. So yeah. Okay. Got a bit of advice. Good. Right, that's good. So um, right, Sarah, Sarah, you are next up with um what's your question hello i can yes what's your question yeah um so i've just done proceedings um to reduce time with the with my son's father yeah. he's disabled got a lot of needs um and i'm, I'm a bit anxious about how that will affect the people's perceptions um Okay. Do I continue offering it. 
because I think there's, I, I don't think the courts are going to say to him no contact at all. So I know the courts are going to give him contact when we get there. So I do want some kind of continuity for our son. Yeah. I mean, that's why I'm offering it. Yeah. I don't know if that's right or. Uh, look, um, what I would say, Sarah, is that there is no right or wrong, okay? So what's right and what's suitable for one family isn't always necessarily suitable for another family. Um, so, so there is no right or wrong in this. I think I would probably take the pressure off yourself um, to sort this. You know, parents have got to co-parent. So if you have offered an alternative and explain the reasons why you have stopped the initial contact, that's all you can do really. You're trying to co-parent. You can't then force him to co-parent with you. Um, and ultimately, you can go to court with your reasons as to why you are looking to reduce the contact. And also, it's really important to not just go along with the, the, the request, but to give the court some options of, of you know, what we can do to help. So you say there, you know, will your child's disability impact contact? Well, it shouldn't really, because he's going to his dad. So his dad well, should... It's more about their view, because I have concerns. There's been, there's history of, of domestic abuse, um, which is why the, the marriage ended. And I, my concerns about his care, his, well, or lack of, <laughs> of lack of care, um, are mainly coming from me and not our child because he can't say anything. So yeah. am yeah. I going to come stuck when it comes to providing evidence? No, 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 because none of, none of us have evidence, do we? We, do, we don't know what goes on in another person's house when the child's having contact. So none, none of us really have evidence. I mean, evidence will come in the form, God forbid, of bruises or, do you know what I mean? But so much more goes on when we don't have evidence. Um, what what will happen is the court will listen to your concerns and chances are appoint CAFCAS to investigate so that we can, uh, you know, they can look into it in more depth and identify any concerns, have a chat with dad, have a chat with you, try to understand the dynamics there. So don't worry about having evidence. What I mean by coming to the court with proposals is it's always better to say to the court, I have concerns around care you know, the father's ability to care for the child. Um, and I think that perhaps a parenting course would assist. Or I would like Kafkas to look into it and maybe have a professional recommendation as to what they think would be would be right. So what you don't want to do is say, you know, dad can't do it, so I've stopped contact and, and I just want an order to reflect that. Because you, you'll come off yeah. as being the parent that isn't thinking about the child. So make your concerns known make your allegations, but then propose to the court your prospect of, of um, reconciliation or not reconciliation, um, remedy. You know to I me, mean? what, what do you think would be the right remedy? You'll be listened to far more effectively with that approach. Okay, okay. All right. Okay, thank you. Brilliant. You're welcome. Thanks, Sarah. Bye. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks, bye. Carolina, you are up next. What's your question? Hello, um, yes, so um, so I just need to explain the situation. Um, so basically, um, I moved from my baby daddy when he was two years old, when yep. my child was two years old, due to domestic abuse. And then three years after, 
my ex is like I start I started going out with someone and my child didn't accept that. So he complained to his dad that it, my boyfriend hit him and locked him in the room and he made a big deal out of this and he reported to the police, the social everything everywhere. And the police was uh, doing the investigation for nine months and yeah, he applied to the court for full custody as well. And okay. yeah, and like after the police like closed the investigation and and the and we wait for another date for the hearing. It, it's been like a year now. So the social worker was meant to do a report thirty seven, and yeah, and the first the first recommends for for the for the child to come back and live with me because he was living with me for five years and then now he lives last year he lived with his dad due to this yeah and about after 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 like after all this year he, he said like she said that he's settled there and he's happy there and she recommends for him to stay there and i just don't know what to do okay are you having any contact with him at all carolina yeah so he's like making contact right now so how often are you seeing your son in a week just average so friday night to sunday night or monday morning so you're having every weekend yeah so effectively friday saturday sunday you're getting three nights a week and dad's getting four nights a week so ultimately we, we we've got almost what we call a shared care there so you're, you're almost at 50 50 okay um and what is it that you wanted did you want to have your son the four nights and dad have the three is that would that yeah. be your preference okay yeah. okay um it's not insurmountable in other words it's not that difficult because what you're doing is you're asking the court for an additional week uh, sorry additional night per week um where the strengths in your case lie would be in why you want to do the switch so what you're saying is i effectively i want to have the child from monday after school until friday morning and let father have the weekends but the question the court will want to answer is why why is that in the best interest of the child? And that's what you want to have a think about. Go on. They said, yeah, they said he's settled then. He is, he is settled there with dad, and that's what I mean. And that's why I always tell people who are thinking about making a child arrangements application, think about the routine the child's in, because the court very rarely will want to disrupt that routine. So that's what I mean. Your application to switch it around so that you have the week and dad has the weekend, you've got to think long and hard about why. How is that in your son's best interests? And if you have some compelling reasons, then you've got every chance that your application will succeed. But if you don't have compelling reasons, then your chances are it will fail. Do you understand? Okay, thank you for your All right. That's okay. That's okay. You look after yourself. Okay. okay. Thank you. All right, Carolina. Bye-bye. Um, anybody else out there who has a children um, issue, um, then it, it really is, you know, quite important that you recognise the court want to keep the routine, the status quo. Um, and in that case, mum had son living with her. He then went to dad. He's been with dad for a year. And now the court would see that as him being settled. So, of course, mum's breaking her heart because she wants it to go back to how it was, you know, for the five years when the child lived with her. Uh, Patrick, you're next on my list. How can I help? 
Hello. Can you hear me? I can, yeah. What's your question? Um, I've spoken once before and yep. um, I was at the process of uh, filing a C100 um, for contact with my uh, kids. Yeah. So my situation is, is a, uh, quite a dicey one. Um, uh, so we had a court order for my daughter when she was when she was um, nine months old. Yeah. And then I was living in a shared apartment then. So the court granted me um, visitation, which was a build up. It started with supervision with the um, the uh, grandmother, and then it is it went on to. Um, twice a week, uh, three hours in the play center, unsupervised. Um, the reason why they didn't give me visitation, because, like they didn't give me overnight stays, was because I didn't have a car as at then, and I was living in a shared apartment, and I, um, the relation, she was still a baby, and I hadn't seen her for nine months after she was born. So uh, subsequently, me and the mother, due to these visitations, we started working things out and got back together and then we had a, a, another a son, but the relationship went bad again and we, we've separated. I filed for divorce and we're going through that process of divorce now. So I filed for the C-100 form. Um, my question here is, um, she stopped me from indicating again. She was letting me see my daughter saying that if I need to see my son, I need to go back to court. So I was only seeing my daughter. Um, the last time I went to see my daughter was in May, 19th of May. My daughter was crying, saying that she was bored. She had been going to the same play center for a year. And she insists on the play center that is close to her house. I live an hour away. And I, I go to the play center from a night shift. And I play with her for three hours. And I have to drive an hour back. So I, I, she said, I said, my daughter was crying. I said she was bored. I don't want to put my daughter through this, you know, process, do this, this, this again. So I messaged her and said, look, I am willing to have her overnight uh, or build up or have her over, like, take her from there and then take her to my place because I live in a three-bed now. I have a partner who is ready to, you know, who doesn't have a child and wants to be a part of the kid's life. So I, I'm building a case up now. I want to know she's refused for me to see them in any other place apart from that play center and then she said for the past five months she's saying if it's not that play center you're not going to see them and i'm saying that i want to see the both kids not not just one yeah so, so I'm, I'm going to put this go in my favor because what i what i want is every other weekend yeah patrick what, what i would say to you is um you don't have to build up your case all right, so I want you to start looking at it from a different angle. You've got to start looking at it. It's the children's right to have a relationship with you. It's their right, okay? So effectively, you're going to court as their voice piece. It's their right to have a relationship with you. Now, essentially, you're not normally in a court, sorry, in a supervised setting for a year because we use the supervised settings in order to be reassured that the child is going to be safe with that parent. And generally, we can do that after a month or two. Uh, and we'll choose contact centres that can give us a report or whatever. But in a year, 
that's not great for your daughter because she's going to start to not want to go because she's bored and it's the same place all the time. And the quality, exactly yeah, the quality of the contact with you is, is obviously going to deteriorate. So you've made your C100 application. You don't need to build a case. The children have a right to have a relationship with you. And when you get to court, you simply say, I'm here looking for a child arrangements order to have a, this is important, Patrick, a regular framework of contact with the children. Don't go, don't go in saying I want every weekend because you won't get that straight off the bat, okay? You're looking for a regular framework of contact for the children to enable them to have regular contact with you. You would then step back because that's your request of the court and the court will then turn to mum for mum's reasons as to why she feels that's not inappropriate. Okay, now I haven't heard that from you yet, so I can't help you out on that one. Um, but you, you know, that you, you then need to be live to the fact that what she's going to come out with is, I mean, by the sounds of it, you haven't even had an opportunity um, to, to not be a good dad because she has never allowed contact except in a supervised setting. So chances are, if she if she comes out with, well, he's not going to be any good. Well, how how do we know? We don't know that, do we? She clearly, the last message she sent me when I said I wanted to see my daughter, she said, I'm, I'm messing with the kid's head. That, that's what she said. And I don't know how. Because I decided that I wasn't going to take her to the play, play centre where she is not, she doesn't want to be. That's how I'm messing with the head. I mean, she's isolated me in every way. Yeah. Taking my name off the uh, emergency contact at the GP, my daughter has gone into a new school. I don't know what the, I asked them what, what the name of the school is. I don't know anything. Yeah. My, no, no, I've got no, like, I've got no rights whatsoever. Mm. Yeah, well, well you, you have. You have, Patrick. Um, it's just that mum is obviously very bossy and, and controlling and mum isn't thinking about what's in the best interest of the children. So you, you get your court date. You've already submitted your C100, so well done. You get your court date and you go along confident that actually you are speaking on behalf of your children, okay? Are you, are you on their birth certificate, Patrick? Yes, I'm yeah. on birth certificate. Okay, yes. so you have parental responsibility. Um, it's just, it's just going to be a waiting game. You hold your nerve and you wait until you get your court date because the courts obviously are taking a while to get the things um, listed just because there's so many applications being made all right okay okay yeah okay i don't want to take other people I, I don't want to take other people's time so thank you so much that's all right patrick look you know where we are if you need to come back okay okay all right, all right then thank you. okay bye-bye elijah you are next up what's your question hi there can you hear me i can yeah how can i help uh, yeah, I'm wondering if you can help me. Um, basically, long story short is I have uh, a final hearing date set scheduled for the end of this month. Um, I did come on to the or Discord about six weeks ago, uh, um, as me and my ex um, came to an agreement and we filed for a con we filed a consent order yeah. with the court. Um, I had filed this at the start of this month um, when our statements were due to go um, yeah. in response to the final order. So I filed the consent order um, documentation as our statements. Um, and obviously I had to file one in, uh, to, to Kafkas as well, as they are obviously involved in, in this case. Um, however, um, 
the, the, the crux of my question stems from I, I've had a, a lot of issues with my particular Kafka's officer. Um, she knows that I've struggled with anxiety because uh, of this whole process that's taken nearly four years. Um, and I contacted her today to ask, obviously, um, her views on this on the uh, consent order, which she told me she would give. Um, and then she just met me with hostility um, today, complete hostility, saying, I'm not giving you my views, the court will hear my views, you will not. And she's basically going back on everything she said. Um, it's, it's drumming up a bit of anxiety for me. And, and just what I wanted to get at is two things, really. Is, do, is there any... Uh, pro any way that it is possible to file a complaint and if so is it is it going to be like successful in terms of actually taken seriously or is it something like within the within the the um part of Kafkas it will just be like pushed to the side and forgotten about and um the second view obviously i know it varies immensely but if if i can just get your thoughts on 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 the context of what i've put what we've agreed me and my ex what we agreed was um half of school holidays alternate weekends that he stays overnight and um alternate christmas which i was assured via two barristers and a solicitor that that is a bog standard final order but um, it seems that Kafka seems to have a problem with it. So they're my two two questions at the stage. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with the second one, and I'm gonna ask you a question first of all. Have Kafka given you their recommendations for contact? Yes, they did. Yes. And does it vary a lot from what you and Mum have agreed? Uh, the, what what it was was um, that there was no occasions, no school holidays. Um, I had to commute two hours to pick my son up and drop him back because that's the distance between me and my ex. Um, there was um, overnight, but it would have to be on the basis of a gradual increase, like two hours at a time, for example, 12 till 2, then 12 till 4, then 12 till 6. Um, it was like that. There was no. Uh, this was a recommendation of final order. So where it com- where it confused me was obviously this particular officer is well versed in, in in the court process, but this this recommendation from her to me didn't seem like it was long term uh, viewed for the child's best interests. It was very low key and more so on. We've got to come to an agreement. And at the time when she filed this this section seven and her recommendations, um, she didn't she didn't know if we were going to ever talk me and my ex and at the time it was impossible um but that's all changed so it varies in the sense of there was no recommendation for for special occasions whatsoever there was no um recommendation for split travel there was no recommendation on uh, christmases and stuff like that okay that that kind of that's really helpful elijah because if the kafkas officer is making recommendations to the court that are now out of context, i.e. that you and mum have agreed something different. And in the recommendations it says, and then any other contact as can be, as can be agreed between the parents, then you're home and dry as far as I'm concerned. Because all you need to do is say to the court, um, you know, whilst Kafkas's recommendations are for a lot less contact than me and mum have agreed, it might assist the court that at the time Kafkas made their recommendations, me and mum were barely able to speak, let alone co-parent. However, we have worked incredibly hard through this process and we'd like to thank the court and Kafkas for giving us the opportunity to do that. Um, but we have come to the decision that we think this is appropriate. 
And I think when you've got parents that have come through the system and are now co-parenting and want to maybe up in addition to what CAFCAS are, recommend, are recommending, and bearing in mind, CAFCAS have said, and any other contact that can be agreed between the parents, then that's fine. So that would be my answer to your second question. To go back to your first question, should you make, a, well, not should you, but if you make a, a complaint against CAFCAS, will it be looked at? I don't know is the honest answer to that because I've never worked for CAFCAS, so I don't know. They are a government body, so I would have thought there's a proper procedure and a complaints policy that they have to follow. Um, but I would probably suggest, Elijah, if I were you, that you don't do that. Just because, you know, if CAFCAS come to the final hearing or, you know, they send a letter into the judge or whatever it might be, you really don't want to get their back up. You know, and, and sometimes that's hard. And I was speaking to a caller earlier on about emotion. It's really hard to step back and not become emotionally involved. But in this instance, you've got to do it. You know, does it really matter what Kafka say or do or think? They're going to go away and deal with the next family and you and mum are going to continue to co-parent. So if you're able to do that and get more contact in, I would focus your energy on that and and just let Kafkas do their thing, and and I wouldn't I wouldn't get caught up in the whole complaints process. But look, I'm not I'm not invested in it like you are, so that's just my view. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Just just quickly, obviously, um, yeah, I wasn't going to file any complaint letter until the whole process was over anyway. Right. But I, I have thought about obviously what you've just said, and and you know I don't know whether it would have been taken seriously either. Um, just lastly, obviously with with the recommendations that my barristers have given me, half the school holidays, alternate Christmases, yeah, and and um, and obviously every other weekend, yeah. On average, I know it varies specifically, but in your experience, is that is that a very reasonable final Absolutely. The information I've always been given is it's an extremely bog standard order that is basically yeah. like a run of the mill in, 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 a, in a case where there is no safeguarding concerns. Yeah, absolutely it is. I mean, alternate weekends, half of the holidays, alternate Christmases, that's it in a nutshell. That would be, yeah, your, your basic child arrangements order. You, you would hope to get a little bit more than that but that is that is definitely the bog standard. I, th I don't think you'll have any issue, Elijah, especially if mum is in agreement. Let the court know that you and mum have come, you know, tenfold uh, to where you were. Okay, you've made you've you've come on leaps and bounds to to where you used to be, and that will be the key that that will swing it because they'll they'll want help understanding why have Kafkas recommended this when actually the parents want to do a lot more. They'll need help just understanding that point. Yeah, no, that, all right. thank, you for, thank you for your time. That's, that's all that's right. It. Thank you very much. No worries. Thanks, Elijah. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Anyway, guys, that actually is a wrap. We have gone over, over time just by a couple of minutes, which is absolutely fine. Hope that you all got something out of that. Um, hope that those of you that have listened and those of you that have asked questions, that's helped. And um, for those of you on TikTok, and I always say this, um, if you want to come onto the Discord and sit in the lounge and ask some questions, um, then you have to download the app. Okay, download the app, um, make yourself a profile, come into Discord, 
put your hand up in the lounge and that's how you get called up. Um, apologies, I always say this each evening to those of you in the lounge still with your hand up, I'm really sorry, um, but I will be back here again tomorrow night at five o'clock, so please join me then and we'll get through another hour of family law questions. But until then, guys, good night and take care. Speak to you tomorrow. Bye.